Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for February 21st, 2022. Feist gains center, racing over the blue line. Nice move to the net. Feist scores! What a goal, Leighton Feist! Top corner for Leighton Feist as he just undressed Prince Albert right out of their jockstrap. Intercepted Tanner Howe, he's off to the races. Left circle, Howe, backhander, score! Goals in three straight games for Tanner Howe as he roofs it past Isaac Poulter. Well, Chris, just two games to talk about this week. Um, kind of, uh, I was talking to you earlier, I just, it felt like a gritty, a gritty week. Both the PA game, the Swift Current game, just hard fought, kind of playoff feel games, right? And we're kind of getting to that point and these teams are in that similar stance that every game is mattering a lot. And uh, they were just, they were entertaining games at the very least, I kind of felt. And uh, didn't come out great on, on one of them. But uh, overall, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to get that win against Swift Current. It would have been nice to get that win against Prince Albert in regulation time and not giving them a point. But uh, yeah, that was kind of my feel of the week. What was yours? Yeah, a little bit of missed opportunity. Like you said, giving up a point in PA, that's... That's tough, but I mean, you got the win there, right? So, okay, you go in into Swift Current. This is a beatable team, and they're unable to do that. That's tough at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just speaking of some kind of grit or some character of the team. So this is the first, the PA game is the first time that they came back uh, after being down after two periods, correct? Yeah. Which One, is a, 17 and two. Which is a kind of a disturbing statistic <laughs> a little bit also disturbing as you found that after trailing after one they're two fourteen and two like boy this team is not very resilient when they're down it sounds like and um they get down early and it's it's tough for them to claw back so this is a this was a good demonstration of that i guess the first demonstration of that that we've seen this season um but yeah i mean just it it kind of illustrates the whole way the season's gone, right? They get down early. It feels like we play from a behind a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, in Swift Current game, they score a couple minutes in. Okay, we're down already, right? It's just just digging out of holes all the time, it feels like. It is, yeah. Like, it, the opponents have scored first 24 times, and the Pats have scored first 19 times. So, yeah. and the record is... Is good when the Pats score first and bad when they give up the first goal. Yeah. Right, right there. It's 5 18 and 1 if they give up the first goal. Yeah. Whereas they're, they're down 1 nothing. They're, they're, the chances of them winning the game are slim. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, This team's got to come out on all cylinders right off the bat because they just don't seem to have it if they don't. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's nice to come back against PA. Too bad to give them the point. Um, yeah, just just battle in that third period to get one late. Like, it's nice to get get in overtime and, and then the, the skill takes over. But yeah. you look at that tying goal, like there's four guys watching Bedard. Yes. The carrier was just wide open, right? I, like, I had to show my wife that. I was like, he doesn't always like light it up, but like literally, I just showed her the replays. Like, just look at the tension he draws. Like four of the PA players like turn their back away from everything and just face him and then he can just 
just pass it off. And it was yeah, it was and, phenomenal. Yeah. And PA was like, they were holding him down. Like, yeah. he didn't have a ton of good chances in that game. And they were the first one that we noticed that had a guy shadowing him earlier yeah. in the season. And, and right now he's so hot, you just can't hold him down for the whole game. Yeah. And then he goes and scores 24 seconds into overtime. Well, when he came down that wing, I was like, you, you can't. <laughs> let him I, I know you're i don't I, I i haven't played hockey in a while but it seems like traditionally if it's a two-on-one the defenseman um goes for the pass right yeah yeah in that case i would almost be like you gotta get on bedard and not let him just rifle it at your goalie with his shot like just get on him yeah, and and take, take your, your chances chance. with the other guy <laughs> exactly take your chance if they can get the pass through then good but you can't just let him come down because that goaltender even got a piece of it and it still, yeah, went, and it still in, went through, right? Like yeah. his, the velocity on it is, yeah, I saw that coming. I was like, well, here's a good, good chance for us. So one other kind of highlight of that game was the Leighton Feist goal. That was, oh, that was real nice. It was very nice. Yeah, you're right. And I think I have that in our, our intro clip and it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, and end to end for, for Leighton. Uh, we saw a little bit of that in the hub. He, he seemed to have a little more of a offensive prowess than, but, uh, uh, it was nice to see that come out again with him. So, and then the same kind of old story: Stanek Sanders combined on the first goal a minute in. I just turned on the game; like they were showing the replay of the goal. I was like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" I know. Always like it's just like really they, <laughs> those two just play so well against us. It's it's too bad, right? But <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, I mean, it felt good coming out of that game. Okay, now we got Swift Current. Um, again, a, a team that we need to beat and a, a beatable team, really. Uh, but this game was, this was a, like I said, gritty. And to be honest, you have to give it to, to Swift. They played damn good and they, they really held, um, held us. What I found was watching it, they just, I don't know how many block shots they had, but our shot total would have been way higher if if there wasn't as many block shots they were the one guy took one off the head like it was yeah it was mcginley oh was it okay i didn't yeah. actually get to see the number like they were all out trying to win this game and uh it was more than we brought like honestly they played a bit harder than us i felt like through the whole game and yeah like some, there was lots of chances late you know in the third yeah. period for I'm us just looking yeah, at the game yeah. sheet here like it says Regina only, I know the second period wasn't great for Regina, five shots, but it says six for the third period, which. That was, it's flipped. It has to be. I was looking at that too, because I think it was actually more like 17 for us or something like that. That's what Uh, it says for Swift Current, 17. Yeah. Yeah. They got that wrong on the website. It's 17 for us and six for them. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Regina brought it in the third. Um, Just a few lapses defensively like some ugly we gave up some ugly goals in this game like garbagey goals i was like ah this isn't we can't get beat by this kind of stuff like yeah that that sucked that, that, yeah it was tough. unfortunate you know one off the post comes right out to the guy and it, it was a three on two and the one defenseman kind of went down to block the shot well yeah. it went through him and then it's three on one basically and it comes yeah. to the guy and easy tap in and then the the fourth goal was just a shot and it must've went off a leg or a body and beat Sim. And yeah, but like just that guy was allowed <sighs> to just skate around with it kind of uncontested. It's like, 
Whereas it felt like us, every shot was contested. Like Bedard was trying to get space and he'd find a little bit, but they were on him. It wasn't like, um, I don't know, just they, they played better and they, they won that game. Like, I don't know. I felt like that third goal was offside. As soon as it, I was watching it live, I was like, that's offside. But I don't know. They played it on the big screen over and over and we never did challenge it. Yeah, it was tough um, to see the angle isn't straight on. So yeah. it's it's kind of a judgment call. Like there's the camera wasn't down the blue line, right? So yeah. it was it was definitely close. But Pats got burned on on the challenging it before earlier in the season. Yeah, and uh, lost them two goals. And I really felt like the game kind of went. Not that we lost it, but we sh- we could have probably maybe have won it. Was when we had those back to back power plays and. Uh, we didn't really get it. We didn't produce much of anything. We got some nice puck movement, but there was never really awesome chances on them. It was in the second period. And uh, uh, just, it was a felt like a time that they could have, especially with our power play, right? And we said last episode, that's where we kind of live and die. And uh, it was just such a good opportunity and just couldn't get it. Yeah. Right. You know, we win the special teams battle tonight one one power play goal and we didn't give up any and mm-hmm. compared to friday where you gave up two in pa and didn't score a power play goal yet you still win the game yeah so it was kind of kind of the opposite uh of what's been going on lately right yeah yeah i just I, that was certainly a missed opportunity and then combine that with some kind of chintzy goals from them um just enough to not not win this game and but I, honestly yeah, i give it to just swift they they did play damn good i thought yeah against us and like they made it a hard game on us and then talking to hair off after the game losing nyhoff might have been a big a big loss like just you know you're already short of forward um spencer's out for whatever reason he got hurt i don't know if it was in pa or what but yeah so he was a game time decision and he didn't play so they they went 11 and 7 and then Nyhoff goes down and now your lines are really all yeah. messed up right yeah they had McNutt playing on on forward for a while right yeah. filling in on the fourth line and stuff like that but yeah so then that kind of maybe took some rhythm out of the out of the game and then like speaking of that power play then you got Dubinsky that's when I first noticed it Dubinsky's taking the face off on the power play like what What's going on here? Yeah, I didn't see Nyhoff leave the game or anything. So, yeah, I'm not sure what happened to him. We don't have any report on him or anything like that. But, um, just another <laughs> kind of paper cut or death by a thousand paper cuts. Here, it feels like when it comes to the injuries, it's just been they're starting to pile up a little bit on us, and that'll be a tough one to absorb. I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you were talking a little bit here about Haroff after this game. So I uh, got a chance to, to speak to him. So let's listen into what his comments on uh, post the Swift current game were. Yeah, it's a real important game for us. It's a four-point game. Really got us back in the playoff hunt with the win tonight. And the games that had, we do have and the teams ahead of us uh, would have set us up real nice for this road trip. Um, I like the way we responded in the third period. We really put the pressure on. Uh, we really had a, multiple chances there at the end. But we just weren't like that in the second period. I think we kind of fell off our game a little bit once Logan got hurt there. Lines were kind of scrambled a little bit. We got, you know, good good on them. They got they killed off those power plays in the second period, and we need to score one there. 
Yeah, that's what they always say, you know, sports, a game of inches. And uh, unfortunately, the last couple weeks here, they've been scoring us in those last 30 seconds tonight. Obviously, how Tanner didn't get enough on that, um, uh, get up high enough. But, you know, those young kids, they're 16, 17 years old. Connor in that line, they were out there for the last minute and a half and they were hungry. They were playing really hard. And uh, that's all you can ask those kids. Well, I think, you know, in the second period, sometimes when you get those power plays like that, that can really shorten your bench. The way that our power play has been clipping, you know, we have certain guys we want to use over and over out there just because they've been really good on it. Um, I think that really closed off our bench, kind of got stagnated a couple players. And uh, that's a big thing with our young guys, just keeping everyone rolling, making sure everyone's involved in the game, you know, to stay fresh, to stay sharp. Honestly, Rob, I'm glad you asked that question. It was so much fun. You could just feel the energy right from the puck drop. Uh, you know, it's been a year and a half. I And I really believe, like, the Brandt Center, when this place is packed full of fans, it's one of the best places in Western Hockey League. No doubt about it. The energy that just exceeds off the crowd onto the boys. You can see it in the gameplay. The game's just so much faster. The boys are really feeding off the energy. It's a great question, Rob. I think it was just, it was just awesome to be a part of that again. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that the energy in the building. It's something I've been saying for a while here on this this uh, podcast is the Pats are seriously lacking some of the family orientation right now and it being family day, there was a ton of families there. Um, and I've said it and it always seems like it's when, when it's these kind of games that you can get kids out to. We had the one, I think it was the one before Remembrance Day or something like that yeah. where they gave a bunch of tickets away to kids because they knew they didn't have to go to school the next day so they were there that's where the energy comes from and it's going to be a real sad thing if they do not get some sort of family pack or some kids tickets at the very least going into next season because and i saw a clip from another the rod peterson show they were talking about tickets i mean it it, they're they're saying three tickets to a pats game 100 bucks like you're going to be losing that energy if you can't get these kids in here and at this game today it's unfortunate you didn't get to come but boy it was a ton of fun. Like there was energy at every intermission or every uh, stoppage of play. Um, the stupid clackers, but regardless, it was still it was fun. And I, I'm just I keep I keep going back to it. They're gonna miss out on a huge opportunity uh, if not having kids tickets, family packs, something like that. Like, uh, sorry, bit of a tangent, but <laughs> no, that's fine. And I, you you could hear the the excitement coming through on the on the online broadcast today like you can tell that there was a crowd and the kids were you know yelling and screaming like they always do right that yeah and like you said it 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 helps the team like it just gives you that extra boost that extra step right yeah i think uh, then it's more fun 57 i think they said 5700 that's pretty good there it was pretty there's a lot of people there and there's uh, only been those two games like you said the 10th November 10th and today is over really over like 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. It's so always around there. there hasn't been very many over four at all. Yeah. And it is fun when it's, it's pretty full. So exactly. That's what people go to like the, for the casual fan. Okay. They might, you know, okay. We want to see them win, but they'll go and if they have a good time, they'll come back. Even if the pads say they do lose. Right. Yeah. And tonight, and- and today was, you know, it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout. People aren't going to get, oh, I'm not coming back to this, watch this team, right? Yeah. It was actually a, a fairly entertaining hockey game, right? Like it was exactly right. It was physical and fun and fast and got some goals, some nice goals. And yeah, no, it was a good one um, in, in that 
regard, but um, yeah, just unfortunate. Yeah, like like you said, got off the game plan in the second, it seemed like. Um, Nyhoff going out, throws up the lines. and So Dubinsky was kind of thrust into maybe not his normal role, but I don't know if you listened to post-game at all, but I had to agree. No, with, I missed it. Uh, I had to agree with Dante. They picked him as their, what did they pick, the hardest working Pat or something yeah, like yeah. that? And he was, he he was, he was, he was playing really, really well. And two way hockey too like some of his back checking was phenomenal um he really stood out Tabinsky that is um today yeah I thought so as well he had really one good chance he was coming down on I think it was the left side and he cut into the middle and put a backhand past Poulter but it hit the post right yeah yeah hit that post supposedly hits the post at the end in the third like a rocket yeah off the post uh yeah so let's listen into Dubinsky so like I said he had uh Really, probably one of his better games that I've seen this year. So yeah, we'll listen in to him and get his thoughts on this game here against Swift Current. It's not one we're happy about. Uh, every game roster right now is like a game seven of a playoff series, and it's just it's really frustrating and it's really hard to take up. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, it's tough. Uh, I've had some bad luck with hitting posts over the last few games. And, you know, those close ones that were so close, it was just, it was hard to take. And, you know, I don't really, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just hard. Well, yeah, no, I thought we played a pretty good game. You know, we had a couple lapses in the D zone and, you know, we lost the five on five and we haven't been doing that. Uh, you know, the way we play, we kind of grind teams down, and by the third period, stuff opens up, and we're a good third period team. We just got to gotta get the first goal and get the rhythm of our game going, and that's all we got to do. We just got to come out better. And we got to find a way to win these games because there's nothing else we can do. We just got to find a way. Yeah, he mentioned it too, hey, getting that first goal, and I think that's going to be... That's going to be my key to success for this road trip is I got to score some goals first here, I think. Yeah, like you're going to have to score one, two, one, two goal, like the first couple goals against these tough teams, right? Yeah, you're not going to keep them off the score sheet. So you're going to need to maybe build a bit of a lead here, catch them off guard, hopefully a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be going to be a tough test here, I think. Yeah, if they don't... Uh... They go over three. That that's going to be uh, almost curtains for yeah. the playoffs. I think. I I have to agree. See what they can do. Uh, hoping for the best here. Uh, so a little bit of uh, maybe not off topic, but unrelated news to these games, though. Uh, a bit of a roster change. So it seems like Jake Johnson is. Yeah, he's been deleted. So I'm not too sure what that means. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously not coming back this year. Paddock mentioned that at the trade deadline interview and he said he's hopeful that he would come back next year. So yeah. I don't know if he's like off the active roster or total roster where he's open to another team. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe when John gets back on the bench and we get him in some interviews, uh, I can maybe ask him about that, but yeah. obviously he's not back this year. Johnson that is. So, I mean, that's not huge news. I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, I got a feel for that guy. He 
he just has been injury bug bitten pretty much his whole time here. It feels like when he is healthy, he's a solid demon. But yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not terribly surprised to see this. He's of course from from Arizona, so um, who knows if he has an opportunity there or something like that. But um, and that's a big commitment to come up here and and uh, be injured most of the time. He might be wanting to stick closer to home for now. Who knows? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. And the, all three guys that have been on the, the shelf most of the season, like Stringer and Brooke, it just seems like they just can't, just can't get, not just can't, whatever's going on, they just can't get back on the ice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a real tough. shame. Those are, you know, Stringer's a big loss. Yeah. Brooke, I mean, he's been injured so much, he hasn't done much per se, but mm-hmm. I mean, how can you do much when you're constantly injured, right? Yeah. Yeah, not getting into the flow of the games and the practices and, and such like that. Exactly. Um, so some other stuff to talk about. The hockey cards came out. Uh, Seventeen dollars a pack. Little bump. <laughs> Little bump. <laughs> Little bump. Yeah, like uh, we kind of. I think we both expected about fifteen bucks. So seventeen. Uh, yeah, not cheap. Considering you used to get them just from co-op, right? For free. For free. <laughs> Exactly. Or you buy the whole set for five. Yeah, they'd have stacks of them there, and you could just take some. But, uh, yeah, they look good. They look good. I haven't opened up any of the packs, though, but uh, at least the ones that are on there, on the front there, look uh, kind of a little different than normal. But um, um, how, how long was the lineup for the cards? Uh, when I went, there wasn't a long lineup. I went pregame, though. Um, but they seemed to be rolling through them. Like They had a pretty efficient system. It was like... How many do you want? And is this like right, right through? Like it, it yeah, moved yeah. pretty quick. So assembly line, but it was on its own. It wasn't in yes. the store. That's so, smart, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you didn't have to clog up the store getting your hockey cards. So, and then uh, kind of the big news out of that game was the call your shot win. Every guy, I think, almost every guy that's done it goes for the full of full pot, right? and you got uh, it you got it you got it like what you, if you're gonna make it from half you're gonna make it from a few feet further right yeah so yeah like and with that, that full barn too and for the everyone to go off that was that was pretty friggin' cool so congrats i don't even know the guy's name 48 grand though he won just yeah on his last shot so you get three shots which i always thought was was pretty generous usually those things it's like one shot and you're done right mm-hmm. so yeah. to give him three and uh, he missed the net, I think, on his first two. And then from our from our seats, it's like it's kind of hard to see, but you could see. So I couldn't really see the trajectory of it very well. Like, oh, it wasn't like, oh yeah, that's got to that's going in. It was like going, going, going. Then all of a sudden, it's gone. I was just and everyone went bananas. It was it was pretty cool. I, yeah, I didn't you text me. And <laughs> I wasn't watching it. I was on my computer, but I wasn't watching the actual game. Yeah. I, yeah. You're like, oh my god, I just <laughs> just made it. And then all of a sudden Dante's like, What? You gotta be kidding me. Like, right on air, because I was listening to the radio yeah. at intermission. And he's like, Oh my god, I just made it. How much money did you win? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Then I flipped back to the game, but I already missed it. So yeah. well, the I don't CH- know if they showed it on the screen or what. The CHL uh, uh retweeted it out. So uh We'll retweet it too if you didn't see it, but boy, it was <laughs> pretty amazing. It was pretty cool to see him do that. I didn't think anyone was going to get it. 
I was actually thinking ahead to like the end of the season what they were going to do if they were going to like get a couple people and they just go till they get it or why or if they would just say nope that's it nobody wins but uh yeah good, good for him though. that's pretty cool yeah definitely we all could use 48 grand well the neat thing is it's still enough time well, how many more home games do we have still enough time that yet if someone else could get a get a decent yeah. pot there at the end of the season if they want definitely so, yeah um well any any other off-topic news you got uh, not really. Um, I don't know. Just watching some of the other games after after the Pats game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamloops beat Everett, so both those teams have clinched playoff spots already. Yes. And uh, yeah, oh, the Edmonton Winnipeg game that was on. Oh, wait, how'd that it end? Was just it was just after it just started right after the Pats game, so I didn't catch much of it. Okay. Just the third period, but Edmonton six three over Winnipeg with an Ooh. empty netter. Okay. Um. So I didn't really watch much of that. Uh, the Kamloops Everett game went to shootout. Okay. So that was a tight one there. And all right then. Well, uh, yeah, gritty week. Unfortunately, not enough points that we would have hoped for. But uh, you know, if they can fix some of these problems, they can get up ahead early. Um, get that power play clicking again. Maybe we'll get some points this this uh, road trip. Uh, it hasn't been a favorable thing for the Pats this season, but you know what? It's kind of do or die time. So <laughs> we got to hope for the best and and hopefully some wins here. You got to dig deep and find something. They need to. This is it. Like you said, it's curtains. If they don't, uh, if they go over on this road trip, I think. Uh, yeah. I think we're gonna be playing some not that meaningful hockey for the rest of the season. So these games do mean a lot. So let's go get it, boys. All right, and we'll see you at the rink on Wednesday. Yeah, see you at the rink. Good night.